Today we're joined by Chris Parfit. Chris has a background in competitive sport from a young age, including football, jiu-jitsu, crossfit and weightlifting. Age 31, Chris is currently the Western Australian weightlifting champion in the male 81 kilogram category and recently placed fourth in the Australian Championships with a 114 kilogram snatch and a 145 kilogram clean and jerk. Chris takes a holistic approach to training, understanding that the best results are achieved by integrating different forms of fitness and taking a healthy approach to nutrition. Not only a competitive athlete himself, Chris is a CrossFit Level 2 coach, CrossFit weightlifting coach, CrossFit gymnastics coach and Australian Weightlifting Federation Level 1 coach. Chris has a deep belief that anything is possible with determination and the right support. His biggest motivator is to see the self-confidence grow in someone as they get fitter, stronger, drop a little weight and achieve their goals. We talked to Chris today about life as a competitive athlete, his motivation as a CrossFit coach, how he uses routines to stay grounded and his top tips for getting started in exercise and CrossFit. This is the Peaks Audio Experience. Hi everyone, welcome back to The Peaks Life. And today, Mike, Mike Warren, and myself, Lynn Fernie, we're joined by Chris Parfit from the CrossFit hey. Chamber. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? Uh, good, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Gorgeous day here in Perth, sat <laughs> in, the, uh, in the sun on the balcony here. Um, and look, you know, really appreciate you spending a bit of time because a lot of our listeners and our viewers mm -hmm. are really interested in movement and exercise um, and coaching and mindset. And we know all those things are, are super important yeah. to you. Yeah, very much so. So before we get into the, the details though, hey, do you want to just give us a bit of bit of background on yourself? Are you a, are you a Perth boy? Yes, yep, born and raised. Born and raised. Born and raised. In that yeah. small country town, Perth, Australia. Yes. Yeah, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. For all of our listeners around the world, Perth's a bit like a village, yeah. except it's got two million people and it's the furthest from any other yeah, city. It's the most remote city in the world. So that's why we sort of call it a bit of a village. Yeah. And where's your family from, Chris? You're not your family from Perth originally? No, no. So dad is uh, born in England okay. and mum's born in Italy. So ah. they both met. While while in Perth, okay, yeah. And and what, you, brought, what brought them over here, Chris? Dad uh, came over for soccer, so he came over when he was about twelve years old. Um, and mum, mum came over for the family, just wanting a, a new start, I think. Yes. Um, and then they met while Dad was playing soccer. Mum would go and and follow the teams around, hmm. and, and then they met through through <laughs> that. And, the rest and is here history, we are. Yeah, that's right? what I say. You know, yep. <laughs> so you, you grew up in a soccer family. Yes. So. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> so you ended up playing soccer yourself? Of course. Didn't, didn't, didn't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah, six yeah, years old. I, yeah, six years old. I started. Actually, started. Uh, the age group was under sevens, so I was too young to play at the time. Um, but I remember lots of times being out on the front uh, with dad, um, with the grass and and the, the ball and stuff and just trying to tackle and just get the ball off him and he was just playing the games and, and pushing you over and stuff like that. Um, started from there, yeah, and then I played all the way up till I was um, 21, 22, wow. just straight through the whole time, yeah. So that was that was good fun. Ended up going reasonably high level. Mm -hmm. I made uh, semi-pro, semi, semi -pro, so I was wow. like a step under the glory. So that was, uh, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. Did you have a specialist position you played? Yeah, I was a centre back. Oh, so centre back. Wow, yeah, okay. centre back and right back. So I was the yeah. one 
controlling everything from the back. Yes. Yeah, so, so that was good fun. Um, did, sorry, did you did you enjoy soccer? Was yeah. It, were you passionate about yeah, it? Yeah. So you yeah. did it because your dad yeah, did I, it, yeah. but you loved it as yes, well. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that was yeah. It was it was really good. We had a good good group of guys, especially in the later years, that we we kind of not grew up together, but from under 18 so it would be under 18s and then the reserves and then the first team so there would be a, a solid group of us for about four or five years that were mm. together every year so so you had that sort of experience as a, as a youngster of training hard training yeah. probably every day yeah it was mm. yeah it was pretty hard I mean pre-season would start reasonably early it'd be over the Christmas break yeah. um, which would just be run sessions basically run mm. sessions beach sessions just anything to get fit and then you would introduce like your ball skills and everything later on, but yeah. um, it was it was some hard sessions. <laughs> Preseason is always like, oh boy, here we go. Like, <laughs> you know what you're in for, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And soccer's pretty rough on the body. It's pretty rough on the joints yes. and everything, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. what what sort of you know? Why did you decide to get out of soccer? I kind of just wanted a little bit of a rest because I was I had been doing it for so many years. Um, it was a lot of pressure, so it was it was a reason because because it was a reasonably high level uh, and it was a lot of pressure. I kind of just wanted to take a break for a year and just just see see what happened. Just not have to worry about the pressure of competing and the pressure of uh, going through training and, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I just took a year off just to see and kind of didn't really go back from there. Like I I didn't want to go to another another club. Like I was happy where I was with all my friends and everything like that. Um, and then, yeah, kind of just stepped away from it a little bit mm. and, and just, yeah, didn't really go back from it from there. And where did you go to after that? So I had a little bit of a rest, um, did the whole, like, partying scene kind of thing, <laughs> as you do at uh, 21, do. 22 yeah, years old. Um, and then just got into the gym from there. So just got into, like, your normal Globo gym, like your normal bodybuilder.com kind of mm. kind of weights and that kind of stuff and a little bit of cardio here and there. Um, and then through that, one of my friends was doing boxing at the time. So it was boxing and like a Muay Thai kind of gym. So I started doing that a little bit. Through there, uh, became jujitsu. So it originally started just for a little bit of fun. And then I was immediately drawn to that. Um, and then I was there for seven, seven, eight years or so. And then ended up competing through that and. And then yeah, that's that's the little kind of progression as we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was well, it was good. And what what, what was it about jujitsu that drew you? It's just the fact that um, you can never you can never like like finish it, like complete it. You can always be better. There's always new techniques to learn. There's always mm -hmm. there's always something you can be better at. Um, so yeah, I mean you would you would start off not having a clue what to do and then you would get a little bit of basic things here and there and then someone would change the simplest thing of of the way you hold a position the way your hand goes from this way to this way would like completely change the next five moves kind of thing so it's it's human chess is what they call it mm. um so yeah i mean you can never you can never be the best, I guess. There's always something you can get better at. And that was just that fact of like, I can come in and, and change and, and get better. It's just was, I was really drawn to that. Plus the, the fitness side of it, like mm -hmm. you get really fit, you get pretty strong from it as well. So 
that was always that was always good fun. It's a really interesting mix of strategy yes. and fitness mm. yeah, and fitness, the challenge yeah. and the competition as well. Mm. Yeah, thinking sport. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. thinking. Yeah. So, yeah, you're you're waiting for your opponent to do something, and then he's waiting for you, and then. I will do something, and then they will counter it, and then you'll counter that, and then back and forth and back and forth yes, until, yes. yeah, until a submission or, or points in certain positions, and yeah. Did was, you did you coach at Chris as well? I didn't coach it. I did okay. a little bit in terms of like the when the coach was away, like yes. we would we would take over and help out. Yes. Um, but I competed in it pretty heavily for two three years as well. Okay. So we, one of my best friends and I, we travelled around. Uh, Australia, just going to all the different comps and that, just getting as much experience as we can and, mm. and competing as much as we could. He still trains now, and I went to CrossFit, so he went to Jiu-Jitsu, <laughs> I went to CrossFit. <laughs> so tell us about CrossFit. Yeah, so <laughs> towards the towards the end of uh, Jiu-Jitsu, I was looking at just different ways of fitness, mm. trying to get fit. Um, I can't remember exactly how it started, but it was I, YouTube probably, like like always, and then they're all CrossFit.com and, mm-hmm. and saying, what is this? Like, what is this all about? Let's see. Um, and then I did it as a as a conditioning aspect for Jiu-Jitsu. So it was mainly Jiu-Jitsu, a little bit of CrossFit, which was like strength and conditioning at the time. Um, and then it kind of just blended over to slowly more CrossFit and less Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> and then like, yeah, and then it just became all CrossFit and, and all just focus on like obsession, really. Like <laughs> YouTube searches and, and everything and through there with weightlifting as well and, and just, yeah, it was, it was good. So how long, how long ago was that? When did you actually start your first CrossFit session? So I think it was around late 2013. Okay. Because... I remember doing the Open in 2014, but I was still competing in Jiu-Jitsu as well. Ah, so I did half the Open in 2014, and then I got injured halfway through at a Jiu-Jitsu comp, so I couldn't do the rest of it. Right. But that was very new. I remember one of the workouts was um, overhead squats and chest bar pull-ups. Yes. So I was doing it in a Globo gym. I couldn't overhead squat the bar because it was too heavy and my mobility wasn't good enough and I couldn't do chest to bar pull-ups. So I remember being there. I remember being through the first bit, three minutes in, like I thought I was fit. I thought I was like, yeah, I've done jujitsu. I've competed a lot. I think I'm pretty fit. No chance. No chance at all. Yeah. So I was like, wow, okay, this is obviously pretty good. Like I need to learn this. So it just, it just went into... Yeah, went into a lot of training and a lot of a lot of mm. obsession from there. So I guess from you know from those days, a lot of it was about learning those techniques yeah. again, learning the movements, yeah. getting stronger, being able to compete. Seven years on, mm-hmm. what what drives you now? What keeps you motivated for CrossFit? Just the I just really enjoy it. Just the fun. Like I, it it's a little weird, but I just love like hurting through a workout. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> When I see when I see the class and they're they're going through it, they're in. It's a hard workout. They're going through it. I love that. I really enjoy that. I love being in there. Like, yeah, this hurts. I need to. I need to keep going. Um, and the fact of very similar to jujitsu, like you can always get better. Mm. You can always be fitter. You can always be stronger. Your technique can always be better. Yeah. There's no like, uh, I'm done now. Like, I can mm. do enough pull-ups. I can run a 400 fast enough like you can always do a little bit more i can back squat enough now like well let's 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 push a little bit let's see let's see what we can actually what we can actually do and 
and yeah, it really push it to the limits. Mm. Like I love that. Do you have a favorite workout or a favorite move? I'm a little biased because obviously I do a lot of weightlifting. Mm-hmm. So the snatch and the clean and jerk are obviously um, heavy favorites. I really like a power clean, like just a normal power clean from the floor because you don't really need to warm your shoulders up too much. You don't have to go overhead. You don't have to squat as much. Just a, a good heavy power clean uh, is always fun. Partner wads are always good fun as well. I mean, if yeah. someone's suffering next to you, you're always going to push a little bit harder. Like I, I can't relax a little bit. He's working hard. I have to work hard. Yes. Like can be good and bad, but um, yeah, those kind of workouts are always are always yeah. good fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do you enjoy the coaching aspect? Are yeah. Because you, you, you've done a lot of competing and yeah. for a team and being you know, semi-professional. Yeah. So now your day, your professional coach, that's all you do? Yes, yep. Do you enjoy the teaching, watching watching people grow and develop? And yeah, I, I love it. I yeah. love it. I really enjoy, I said it uh, years ago, and when people ask, why, why do you coach? Mm. Um, it was uh, one of my good friends from back in my old gym. She was a little bit overweight at the time, had just started, had no strength, no like, like direction or anything like that. Started CrossFit the same time I got to the gym, so I'd already been CrossFitting for a couple of years. Um, six months later, she's dropped a lot of weight, moves really well, and the self-confidence you could see is, is the big thing. Mm, That's yeah. the big thing for me, walking into the gym happy and and proud and like the chest is up now and the yeah. chin is up and that's that's what drives me like I get people all the time that are you can see they're a little bit sheepish a little bit shy and then they start to get a little bit better and then they drop a little bit of weight or they get a little bit stronger the confidence starts to pick up and they all of a sudden start doing starting to do pull-ups or something or they get mm-hmm. one and then they get two or they, or they first double under and right. they're like, oh my god like it's such a big shock but yeah, that's that's what makes me happy about coaching. Seeing the progressions from people that mm. them doing things that they don't think that they can do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, just wait six months time. You want this won't even be a problem. Six yeah. months later, they're yeah doing chest to bar pull ups or just stringing double unders together like it's nothing. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I think CrossFit's got that real mm. reputation mm. for being you know, a hard ass sport. Yeah. Like you said, you know, you go through pain and yeah. classes and you know, it's real macho. And so a lot of people get put off from CrossFit, yeah. you know, but the reality is once they start and they realize that everything can be done at a scaled level, so you can do, you know, whether you can, you know, run, whether you have to walk, whether you can lift a bar or not, yeah. there's something for everybody in CrossFit, yeah. and the progression can be so rapid, you see people make, in, you know, amazing yeah. changes to yeah. their body, to their strength, mm. to their health, I think the more people that get in CrossFit boxes, the better. Yeah. Because, you know, again, like you said, it gives them self-confidence, not just to be in the box, but for life. For life, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, the littlest things of if you have kids at home, playing with your kids, yeah. picking them up yeah. and, and not being tired in 10 minutes, you can yes. you can keep going. And, yeah, that's that's a thing that you can a lot of people can relate to. Absolutely. Like, it's not so much about... Oh, I can squat this in the gym. It's like no, no, I can bend down and play with my kids and, yeah, and pick them yeah. up. That's that's the life transition of like, oh mm. yeah, now you can you can see how it works. Mm. Exactly right. Yeah, we've got a um, a friend who you know took up CrossFit and then found that he could actually go and um, do climbing yeah. with mm. with his nine year old son. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in the past, he wouldn't even be able to to get onto the yeah. the, yeah. the the, the so road course. So that's the big know? thing. Mm. That's a, that's Absolutely. another big thing. Being mm. able to enjoy life a little bit more as well, get out yeah. and, and do some things as well. Exactly mm. right. So, Chris, now we, we see the, the end product. So, Chris mm-hmm. is a professional athlete. Yeah. You work in CrossFit, you coach CrossFit. 
but behind the scenes, the yeah. bit we see, you're our coach. Yeah. So we see you in classes, we see you training, so we see this end product. Yeah. But sitting behind that, there's got to be this routine that gets you in the right shape and the right headspace and yeah. motivates you to do what you do. So walk us through a day in the life. Of course, how do you how do you plan your day? What, what does that look like? Yeah, so my days are basically, most of the time I'm coaching early morning. Yes. So there's not too much of a morning routine. I'm basically up straight away, changed wake up a little bit and then to the gym, mm. um, coach a couple of classes early morning, have breakfast, I have a little bit of time where I'll just relax, I'll maybe do some some prehab kind of stuff mm. that I need to do or just organize a little bit if something's a little bit sore, I'll stretch, uh, take the 9.30 class which is the one you guys do, so then take that, afterwards I'll normally get my training done, so that's my weightlifting session, so that's, mm. the, that's the priority at the moment. Mm -hmm. So that's the main one. So that that's the rest of the morning kind of done. Come home from there, uh, it's lunch, it's work on the computer, work on some programming, work on whatever I need to, just get life life done, washing, <laughs> yep, shops, yep, yep, yep. whatever it kind of is. From there, early afternoon, I normally just have like, like a shutdown kind of time. So I either read a book, watch Netflix, lay down, stretch, mobility, mm. some kind of just away from gym life just yes. to separate myself a little bit um, and just really just take some time to to calm down and and just relax a little bit mm. I mean if my girlfriend's home we will go out for lunch or something like that or go out and do something yes um, if she's not it's it's yeah it's relaxing a lot mm. and then in the afternoon sometimes I'll train again that'll be more the CrossFit side mm -hmm. so it'll be a workout it might be some skill might be you know some conditioning kind of stuff um, and then it'll be coaching the night. Once uh, once coaching's done, it'll be back home, dinner, relaxing again, mm. kind of um, maybe more stretching if I need to, more mobility work depending on training at the time, depending on how bad it is. Uh, nighttime, probably from about 8.30 or so, the phone goes off. So it goes on airplane mode and that's, that's kind of it from there. Mm. Like I don't like to be sitting on the phone all day, all night kind of thing. Um, so my girlfriend and I kind of have that, we put our phones away and then we can actually like spend some time with each other. We don't have to worry about sitting on the phone, going through this, worrying about the gym, worrying about yeah. that. It's like, let's put that aside. We'll deal with it tomorrow. So then we relax. We like watch a movie, watch Netflix. Again, maybe go out for dinner depending on, on the day, whether I'm coaching late or not. Um, and then that's more like again, your shutdown time, easing into bed so you yeah. can obviously get a better night's sleep because because oh, I am so busy during the day, that's obviously super important. So mm -hmm. I need to try and get a decent amount of sleep each night. And we, we know that sleep's super important for yeah. recovery. So mm -hmm. as an elite athlete, yeah. uh, you know, obviously doing all the right things, switching the devices off, not yeah. worrying about what's happening in the gym and things like that, and then getting a decent night's sleep. How, how many hours is a, a good night's sleep for you to be able to recover and your body to repair? Not, uh, not as much as I'm getting. <laughs> I'm not the greatest sleeper. I... Um, I'm not sure why I wake up a fair bit during the night. Mm -hmm. I can fall asleep within five minutes, I'll be asleep. But early morning, I'll kind of wake up a lot. Um, bedtime is normally 9, 9.30, and the alarm goes off at five in the morning for the days that I am coaching. So, I mean, I get a decent amount of sleep, but that's why, for me, during the day, these like kind of shutdown periods are so important. Yeah. I'm not a big napper, mm -hmm. because if I sleep in the afternoon, I don't sleep too well at night. Um, so yeah, I, I tend to just really relax in the afternoon and, and leading into bed as well. Like it's already, I'm not 
going crazy and then trying to go to sleep straight away. Yeah. It's that gradual, like, just you calm down. down. Like, yeah. it's, it's time to relax a little bit now. Um, and then we go in at night from there. And, yeah. And then, yeah. And that we always say to people that, you know, look, you've got to find something that works for you. And yeah. obviously you do early morning in the gym yeah. and you're coaching in, in the afternoon as well, the afternoon, evening. So you've kind of got to fit everything yeah. around that, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you obviously spend you know, a fair few hours a day mm-hmm. doing your own training yep. to, to stay at that elite level. So it's a pretty tough day. Yeah, it's it's a lot of people, the whole thing is like, oh, you're a CrossFit coach. All you have to do is coach and you have a lot of time during the day. It's like, well, <laughs> it doesn't really work out like that. Yeah. I mean, we coach in the morning and then training for weightlifting is, is two hours. Like there's the morning done life needs to happen as well so there's always you know two or three hours you need to fit in there and then you're back in the gym training again so yes. a fair bit of a fair bit of the day is is taken up yeah so try and make the most of those times where it's like i have an hour to relax perfect netflix mm. is on i'm on the couch or a book in hand and then and then that's it mm. yeah i think you know just picking up one thing um, again for for our people tuning in is is that passion for what you do because for a for a day like that, jam-packed full of coaching and training mm. and long sessions, two hours at a time, you've got to love what you do. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Coaching is always fun. It's always like, all right, let's, let's get everybody in. We have a good chat. There's, you know, everyone is really friendly at the gym, so um, it's always good. And there's such a different mix between like your morning people and your, your afternoon people as mm. well. So it's good just to see everybody every day and, and check in and see how they're going and everything mm. like that. In terms of training never had a problem with motivation with training it's just something it's hard to explain it's just something inside me that is just it's training time like it's it's time to it's time to put in work yeah. it's time to go to work basically like there's work coach and there's work train right. like there's no maybe I'll skip today maybe I'll just relax it's like no 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 this is the job like yeah. let's let's get it done outside of that once training's done switch modes like shut down yeah. or back to like work is done for now let's let's not worry about it but yeah working coaching and training is very much like mm. this is the job let's let's do it and that's work yeah. and it seems you've been very you've obviously had that from a very young age yes so yeah. it's part of your psyche to be able yeah. to switch from work to yeah. rest work to rest a lot of people find it difficult to do they're always in one or the other yeah and they can't drag themselves off the couch yeah or they overtrain yeah. at the gym now you obviously compete a lot in com- mm-hmm. you know, competitions in your blood you've just done the nationals yes. nationals weightlifting yeah tell us about that then tell us about how your routine changes when you're in a competition mode so yeah nationals was last weekend um it was over in canberra mm-hmm. so it was at the ais so we were lucky enough to stay there which wow. was um it was good to see it was good to see how it all how it all worked mm-hmm. and everything like that um, the competition itself was a really cool area. It was um, in a lecture theatre, so we were we were low, and then obviously the seats are, yeah. are facing down. That's very so cool. my session, um, the eighty ones, was packed like full house basically. It was like one of the busiest <laughs> sessions of the of the competition. So you walk out on stage, and then there's like a whole bunch of people. It's like, oh, like a little bit nervous, but. It was good. I, I really enjoyed it. I had a great lead up in terms of training. Um, put in oh, six weeks of, of hard yeah. like competition lead up, which mm. is, yeah, I did a lot of squatting. I did a lot of lifting. It was, it was a lot of work. But um, the lead up to it, the last, the last four kind of days out, um, 
two days before the competition is like you do a really light session and you're basically just waiting. Mm. I mean, we were all there. The competition was Friday and Saturday. So um, it was all just waiting around, yeah. just just waiting for the competition, just getting yourself ready, doing a little bit of uh, mobility, a little bit of stretching here and there. And then comp day comes and for weightlifting, you weigh in two hours before. So weigh in for me was uh, two o'clock, I think. Mm. So you're not eating too much through the day. We obviously yeah. have to make weight. Um, and then from weigh-in, eating as much as you can, enough to uh, feel good, mm-hmm. not to be over, over full. Um, and then warm-ups and, and competition time mm. is, is business time. So once you go backstage, once you, you put the weightlifting suit on, it's like, all right, there's, there's the switch. Mm-hmm. Like for me personally, like once I do my wrist wraps and my thumb tape, like mm-hmm. that's the switch. That's, mm-hmm. that's, this is business time now. Um, the competition itself is really good. I came tie fourth overall, I think. So I was pretty, I was pretty happy with that. Um, last year was my first nationals and I think I came maybe seventh or eighth. As soon as I finished, I was like, all right, I want top five next year. (laughs) Top five. That's the goal. So we made that. So next year, next year is like, all right, podium next year. So that's the, that's the goal. Um, yeah, I was pretty happy with my lifts. I had a chance at possibly going third if I made my last clean and jerk. It would have been a competition PB, a big competition PB for me, and a tie uh, PB outside of the competition. So yeah. it was a decent amount of weight, but I, I missed it. But You gave it a go there, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole, that is why we compete. My coach backstage was, asked me, do you want to go for it? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And he's like, this is the whole reason we compete, right. to have chances at this moment right now yeah. like if you make this lift you're going to go to the podium yeah if you don't i mean you don't but this is why we compete we don't just compete just to oh hit some lifts and have a little bit of fun mm-hmm. it's, it's business like and yeah. what was going through your mind so you, you know you've got to that point you know you're, you're in a position you're in, you're in the fourth position you've got the chance of third you've got the lift ahead of you yeah you know you've not done it in comp before yeah Big, big jumping weights. Yes. What's going through your head when you're about to walk out onto the onto the floor? A little bit of nerves. Not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> of course, you're gonna get nervous. Um, just adrenaline, like trying to control all of your emotions. Forget about what's on the bar, the weight wise, yeah. because that's that will start playing in your head straight mm-hmm. away. If you think of, think about, oh, it's it, I have to hit this kind of weight. That's a really big weight. Like that's gonna put doubt in there. Forget about that let the adrenaline just like and the nerves just embrace it really and use that energy use the adrenaline to uh to go like again my coach is really good at uh hyping you up so um yeah i mean just backstage you could feel the energy just starting to lift as you're getting closer to your lift and then then we we go on stage and you just give it everything yeah use it all and yeah, I mean, it was really good. It was really good. And did you walk away happy with your lift? Yes, I was. I was very happy. I hit some weights I haven't touched in a while in terms of uh, weight-wise. Um, the last, the last snatch I missed would have been a comp PB again, and then the last clean and jerk I missed would have been a, a massive comp PB. So, can't really ask for much more than that. Mm-hmm. I made two good lifts, and then you know I missed my last ones, but. Um, yeah, you should be you should be pushing. I think if you're in a competition, especially at national championships, you should be pushing the envelope a little bit. Absolutely. Just yeah, yeah, just you have to try things. I think mm. so. Mm. Yeah, I was very happy. I was very happy with the lead up. Very happy with the competition itself. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was. I I was. It was a success. I think. Mm. Yeah. And 
Um, one last question on mm. that, Chris. What's the lead up in terms of how many weeks or months are you training for that sort of competition for? So my program is five days a week. Mm -hmm. um, the last comp I had before that was probably about eight weeks out. Mm -hmm. So I had that, I had a week off of just relax, maybe a couple of power snatches, a power clean, maybe a couple of squats just to keep the body moving because I know after that week, it's it's hard training. Mm. So I did three weeks of a lot of front squatting um, for me personally, just to get a little bit stronger. And then from there, it switched into more lifting. So more mm. lift focus, um, a lot of snatching, a lot of clean and jerks, not as much squatting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they were, they were very hard sessions, um, but it obviously worked because <laughs> I was the most confident I've been walking into a competition. Normally I used to do it, like I used to get a few nerves. Mm -hmm. I was just, just very confident, very happy with uh, my mindset at the time and, and lifting-wise. Yeah. So it obviously worked. I was, yeah, it was, it went well. Yeah, obviously worked. So yeah. great result. Well yeah. done. Thank you. Must Thank feel you. good. Mm. And what's next? Where's, where's, because you're, you're a planner. Yep. And you like to yep. you know exactly where you're going. So are you nationals next year? Is yes. that the plan? That's, that's the next goal. Yes. Well, next big goal. Yes. Um, yeah. So now I've I've had the I've had the week off. Yes. Uh, just relaxing, doing nothing. I yeah. didn't didn't touch a bar last week, I don't <laughs> think, which was perfect. Uh, day one of training yesterday, so I'm a little bit sore. Um, but yeah, so it's we're trying to get into more of a more of a strength block now, just to mm. build some some strength back up. Not really worrying about the lifts too much. Um, nationals next year will be towards the end of the year again. I think I'm going to drop. A, a couple of comps out so I'm not doing as much yep. so I can get bigger training blocks in. Yeah. So you think about competition, yes it's only six lifts on the day but the week before is a taper mm -hmm. um, and then the weeks before that are more focused towards the competition, the week after that is a week off so you're missing a month of training mm -hmm. the way it kind of works out. What we want to do is we want to build a little bit more of a base, a little bit more foundation stuff um, so we're not really worrying about the smaller comps like yeah. we'll go for states next year we'll go for maybe another qualifying one and then we'll go for nationals and then that'll be the three main ones anything around that is i mean if we need to if we want to then yes um yeah. but not really focused on that too much as well and of course we're open next year as well that'll yeah. that's yeah. always in the middle of it <laughs> you gotta do it's it hard right? to balance it all out. yeah yeah right. interesting so those people tuning in, there's a lot of people who admire what you do and how you do it. Mm -hmm. Take us back to the coaching, the coaching study. You've been coaching now for a few years and you meet beginners every day, every yep. week, yep. who walk into the box and mm -hmm. they say, like, I've never done this before. Yep. And if I said, what are the top three tips that you could give a brand new person coming yep. into CrossFit? They see what you do and that's the end result. But walk us through that nervous person who's just yeah. been sent by their doctor or someone said, go to, go to the gym, get in shape. Yep. What, what process do you go through to make them feel comfortable? Just going slow, just being patient yeah. and taking your time is the main thing. Again, you see the the more advanced athletes yeah. stringing butterfly pull-ups or throwing yeah. a lot of heavier weight around. I want to do that, yes, but they've done years of training before that. I mean, just really slowing things down is the main thing. Mm. Um, and focusing on technique. You get a lot of the guys that come in when they're squatting and then, oh, the ego starts to kick in a little bit. Just try and put that aside for now. Focus on the technique because, mm -hmm. I mean, yes, yes, CrossFit is very competitive and everybody loves to lift really heavy, mm -hmm. but the main thing about CrossFit is it's for your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's for health, yep. health and fitness. So there's no point smashing through six months of hard training as a beginner 
when a year down the track you're going to get injured because you mm. didn't focus on the technique, mm. especially when it comes to the barbell kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, just slowing things down, working the technique a lot more. And the main thing, like why we do CrossFit is for fun. Mm. Enjoy it. Absolutely. If you put too much pressure on yourself, you're not enjoying it. What's, what's the fun in that? Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, that's the, that's the main thing. Some people get sidetracked a lot with that. I think I have to, I have to do this weight. I have to get this time. Mm. I have to be yeah. this. I have to be that. Just enjoy it. Like, mm. who cares if you're 10 seconds slower in a workout or you miss one rep or this or that? Yes. Just yeah. <laughs> enjoy, yeah, enjoy being in the gym with friends and, and getting fit because that's that's the, the main goal, basically. Yeah, totally, yeah. 100%. And do you reckon that people can do CrossFit for life? Is it the sort of sport that yeah. you can keep going at? Yeah. Or is it a young man's game? No, I think anybody can do it. Anybody can do CrossFit. I mean... It doesn't matter what fitness level you're at. It doesn't matter what age you're at. Yeah. Anybody can do CrossFit. I mean, that is the whole point of CrossFit. Everything is scalable. We right. can do it. If you can't do a pull-up or a muscle-up, we'll do a ring row. We'll do the basic just standing up on a chair, you know, standing up and down off a chair. I mean, anything is anything can be scaled, and we can work anything. I mean, we have such a different base in the gym in terms of clientele mm -hmm. where let's, like box jumps could be people doing box jumps sweet people doing jumps off a couple of plates people stepping up onto one plate yeah. any any level any level works um especially with the barbell as well it's just yeah i think you can you can train for life basically mm. yeah and it, it seems that the boxer the boxers have this real community feel where mm -hmm. it's really comfortable to have someone next to you on a low step stepping yeah and then some on the other side of you doing incredible jumps yeah. and steps everyone's very comfortable working at everyone's own own level yeah and no one judges yes that's and they're a, very supportive that's you know, amazing it's, it's, it's yeah. a really lovely yeah. feel you really want to we really want to build a community like yes. that's that's the main thing mm. build a, a family like mm. friends family that that is the main thing everybody is encouraging everybody yeah. not not the guy that's leading the competition is like oh you know like the chest is up and mm. no no he's the one that's cheering on the person that's that's struggling a little bit as well and that's the thing that's what we want we want everybody to be at their own level yeah. don't worry about what they're doing worry about what you're doing that's the that's the main thing we're all going to get the same outcome we're all going to work hard yep. we're all going to be tired we're all going to sweat we're all going to high five and laugh after yes, the workout. absolutely that's that's the main thing yep. so everybody pushing and working together is yeah. is the mm. best bit mm. about it mm. i think yeah i think it totally is <clears throat> i think if you if you haven't tried crossfit go and experience it because that community feel yeah. like I said everybody encouraging you to be just a bit better than you are today yeah to be a better version of yourself to be the best version of yourself yeah that's an awesome feeling once you've had that yeah once mm. you've had that little taste yeah you never want to leave yeah. it right because yeah. it's just like a big extended family yeah mm. that's the thing go in try it have some fun and yeah, just be patient with it and just enjoy it. And like, be prepared to laugh at yourself, right? Exactly. Everybody's going to make mistakes. Absolutely. Everybody's going to make mistakes. We do all the time. You just might not see it as much as <laughs> So it's been, uh, it's been fascinating finding out a bit more about Chris the man yep. rather than Chris the coach who puts us in the pain yeah. cave yeah, yeah, every time we yeah. pop in. So thank yeah. you for being so honest and sharing, no, uh, no, sharing no, your no, time. That's yeah. really great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on The Peaks Life. Indeed. So tune in next time. We've got lots more coming. And thanks again, Chris. No Love problem. chatting. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks day. Peaks.